Hello again. Thanks for seeking out Job Search Guide here on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma. On Job Search Guide, we bring you advice and strategies you can utilize to help land a new job. And we do that by bringing you experienced professionals who thrive in these areas. Now, the emphasis for this episode is on company culture and how you can effectively search your potential employer's work culture. Giving us some tips today from Alabama, we have Ben Eubanks, a human resources manager at Pinnacle Solutions, who also does some work over at upstarthr.com. Ben, thanks for coming on the show today. Yes, sir, Tim. Good to be with you. It's a pleasure to have you on as well. And I gave you that brief intro there, but if you could fill our listeners in a little bit on your experience and background. Well, I've been doing uh, doing HR and recruiting for a few years now. Um I have been with my current employer, Pinnacle Solutions, for three years and uh, just recently have had all of the the duties basically levied on me. So now I get to do all the fun stuff from employee relations to recruiting and everything in between. And uh, I I love what I get to do. Um, It might be strange to hear someone say that about this kind of profession, but it's what I was, was born to do and I enjoy getting to do it every day. Well, you know, we appreciate you having you on, and, and you mentioned to me how much you uh, enjoy this topic, the idea of company culture, and specifically, we're looking at how to research it if someone's looking for a job. We, we give that as advice, obviously, all the time to our listeners. A lot of the ideas you sort of had in your mind, I feel like are contingent on knowing a current employee or a cur- uh, former employee, rather, uh, that you could speak to ahead of time. I, I guess, how, do you, how would you bring that up to somebody who does work at uh, your potential employer's location or somebody who used to? How, how does that sound? What does that sound like when you're trying to, to interview them, I guess? You know, it's, it's so much easier if you have a relationship with a person. If it's someone you don't know well, there's still an easy way to approach that conversation. Hey, I've applied with that company. I'd be interested in getting your take on it. Everyone wants to talk about Everyone feels like they're an expert in what they do. Right. So, getting get, asking someone to talk about, uh, you know, giving your opinion on something, you're you're pretty much guaranteed to get some sort of response on that. And then, just uh, using some of the different questions and things that are important to you, in terms of what you're looking for for culture fit, you can guide the conversation and usually discern, you know, if this is going to be a good fit, if this is going to be a big red flag. I think there's a culture out there for everybody, everyone's working style, everyone's preferences. It's just finding the right one for you. Well, and it's interesting because clearly someone can go online and, and find different you know, visions and mission and, and figure out the culture, but it's different if you're able to speak with somebody. Is this something you've done personally? You've seen work on occasion? I mean, how common is this really to be able to talk to somebody that work, uh, is currently working at a place you're interested in? In my daily recruiting work, I absolutely love when people ask me questions about about the culture and things like that because it shows me that they're really interested in something mm-hmm. and getting a good fit and staying with us for a long term. And you know what? I'd much rather find out in the first conversation, hey, you know what? If you guys are not flexible, then it's just not going to work for me, period, or whatever it might be, whatever their hot button is. I, I love people ask me as a recruiter. Um, in my own experience, a recruiter reached out to me a couple months ago about a job with their company. I talked to him for probably two hours over the course of a week wow. about different pieces of their culture and things that um, I said, hey, you know what, what's, what is rewarded there? Do people really care if you go the extra mile? And he was very candid with me about some of those things hmm. for the same reason I think that I would be with candidates just because I want them to understand things. If they're, gonna, if they're not going to be truthful with you or if they try to skirt the conversation or say we could talk about that at a later time and never get to it, I, in my book, that's a red flag. They're they're trying to avoid telling you something that they think is going to be make it a poor fit for you. 
and then in the long run, you're not going to stay there anyway because uh, it wasn't a good fit. They were just trying to cover that up to get you in the door. Sure. Well, let's jump into some of the maybe the details and what's important and why it's important. Uh, you know, again, we're assuming you have this conversation. Maybe it is with an HR professional. Maybe it's somebody else you know at that company or used to be at that company. You, I mentioned earlier the idea of finding a mission or a vision on the company's website, but there's also the idea of, of actually talking to an employee about that. I guess why is it valuable to get an employee's take on the company's mission? Most people work for a company where the plaque in the lobby that talks about the grand mission and vision of the company has absolutely zero to do with what they're actually doing on a daily basis. Um, sometimes it's that they check that block, write that mission, and uh, you know, a year, 10 years later, they're not even doing anything remotely close to that. Mm-hmm. Previously, I worked for a nonprofit that I was so sold on the mission of the company. I was so excited about joining them and and uh, what they were supposed to represent. And then it came to find out the way they ran the business was completely 180 degrees away from that. And uh, that was very disconcerting to find that out You know, after starting that, hey, you know what, we might have hired you because of this reason or you might have joined us for this reason, but that's really not important. Just do the work and <laughs> forget about that other stuff. So that's why it's important, I think, to talk to people and say, this is what they're putting on the outside, the external facing information. Is that really what it's like on the inside? If it matches, that's great. If it doesn't, uh, that's not necessarily going to be a deal breaker, but it's good to know that, uh, hey, wait a minute, that's actually not how things really run back here. Sure. Yeah, I could see where that would uh, clearly cause some problems for someone like you who is very interested in your, as you said, you were sold on that idea and it wasn't happening. What other aspects of a company's ideas, day-to-day processes, uh, culture in general, what, what kind of things are you looking to find out from an employee? Uh, you know, Again, similar to what we're talking about with the vision, but uh, maybe how it works, innovation versus just crunching the numbers. Uh, what other things are you looking to, to dig about? Well, you just said said one of them that's actually one of my t- my uh, hot buttons, innovation. Um, I, was, I had a conversation 10 minutes ago with one of our people talking about hiring someone um, straight out of college, basically. And I said, it'll be good to get someone here who does not say, you know what, that's how we've always done it. We're going to keep doing it mm-hmm. that way no matter sure. what. So that's one of the things that I ask about when I'm talking to people. Uh, I always am interested in you know, working hours or flexibility or dress codes. Or, those things seem like they're so mundane, but if you are, if you are going to ignore it a little bit so that you can just accept it and hold your nose and go ahead, at some point it's going to start chafing and being a bother and become more and more annoying and really you don't want to have any of those if you can help it you know when you accept the position you want it to be a great experience i've heard someone liken it to you know the honeymoon phase you don't want to start out on your first day and realize that that honeymoon is going to be a nightmare (laughs) how about individuals i mean is it unethical or is it strange to ask about particular people maybe in a department or even asking about hey the person that used to be in my position i guess what's the value in finding that sort of thing out that is something that I definitely tell people to ask when I'm when I'm giving some advice on an interview or or whatever. I say you should always ask about the last person who held the job. You know, what did they do that people said, "Wow, that was you know knocking out of the park." Mm-hmm. That's that's a great performance. What was their yardstick for that, or what was you know maybe sometimes they'll tell you you know there was an issue with this or that. A lot of the times they won't, and that's fine. That's professional courtesy, and I get that. But if that's the case, if you don't want to ask, you know, how that person screwed up, you say, what are some potential pitfalls that you've seen someone fall into in the past in this position that I should be aware of, and just try to go around it that way, and then without them 
pointing the finger at that former employee, they can think, okay, you might want to work work on keeping your weekly reporting up to date or making sure your manager's in the loop or whatever it might be that's been a, a problem in the past. So asking about kind of those specific things that they are looking for in, for a person to do in that position, they're basically telling you everything that they want you to be able to do well. And if you can speak to that and weave it into the interview process, then that's going to make you like a stronger candidate. I think that would be extremely valuable, as you talked about, um, just having that sort of in the back of your mind when you are speaking with, with some of the individuals when you're looking to land that job. There's a lot of talk now also about you know transparency and open book management is another phrase I've heard. Um, you know, Specifically talking about that, should a job seeker be trying to find out as far as how the organization works and how much information is available to them? I would definitely recommend it because a lot of people want to know may seem obvious, but a lot of people want to know what the heck is going on. Oh, sure. Um, and there are so many organizations out there that think, well, we'll tell them if they need to know. Otherwise, we're going to keep it to ourselves. And uh, we've found that we've been very successful here because we it's almost oversharing. Hey, you know what? Something happened. It might not turn out to be anything, but we want to let you guys know in the event that it does, then you are prepared. You can start thinking about how it's going to affect you and your family and giving them that that heads up ahead of time. A lot of the times, you know, how things are handled internally and communication and things like that. That's one that's probably better to ask if you have a friend or another contact Mm -hmm. network person inside the company to say, hey, last time something big happened, you know, maybe there was like a big benefits change or there was a, a hiring freeze or a layoff coming. Did they just cut them out and not tell anyone else what was going on? Did they get everybody together and explain it? And that'll help you understand if they're going to meet the kind of communication preferences that you're looking for from a company. You know, and listening to some of your suggestions and and trying to find out some of the information that would obviously be valuable should you be looking to land a position, I'm sure in the back of a lot of people's minds are thinking, well, how do I know that this employee is being honest? Or if it's a former employee, maybe they're saying negative things because, you know, they didn't leave amicably. How do you gauge that if you're an individual of, okay, are they really being truthful here? Is there any way to sort of decipher, you know, again, fact from fiction? When I'm thinking about the people that I've talked to in the past who were in that sort of situation, you know, maybe it was a former an employee, a former employee of a company that I'm going to apply for, I would have to think through the circumstances of why they came there, what they did, and why they left. Because obviously, like you said, that's going to taint that a little bit if they left for performance issues or something else. They just never fit with their manager. Mm-hmm. Some people are, are great, great employees. They just never click with their manager, and that's going to that just spells doom from day one. Um, so trying to filter it through those things, you know, it's amazing in the work that I do, uh, how many positions we fill. We fill above 70% of our positions from some sort of referral, whether it's an employer referral or a customer that knows someone or a partner company that knows someone. Somehow there's a connection there. It's not just some random person walking off the street that hands us a resume that we hire. We have to find them through some some way of networking and it's not that that's like the good old boys club or we're just hiring people that that agree with everything we do it's just helping to get their resume to the top of the stack because if i have 75 people apply for an accounting position but someone said hey you know what this girl worked with us at a previous company she's looking now and she was she was good at what she did i'm going to put that person in the the stack of interviews the first stack of interviews that i get to um, even if i have you know 50 qualified people uh, I can only interview so many and I can only screen so many. And, you know, from the recruiting side, uh, it's really good to have that 
put them on top of the stack. And I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, regardless of how somebody goes about it, you talk about the networking and having referrals and connections in that way. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any argument that's still the best way to both land a job and for yourself finding the the appropriate personnel to bring in. Aside from being able to have possibly a sit down or just interview or talk with somebody from a company, I guess what other ways would you suggest that people get out there and try to research about an organization, um, any other tips or strategies you could offer up? You know, kind of what I talked about just now uh, is a fit for that, actually. Trying to connect with people that you know. Like networking is like the oldest, sounds like the oldest thing in the book. It works so well. Whenever, I'm, whenever I've looked for a job in the past, that's how I've been able to get one. I mean, it, it just works so well. And on my side, again, I keep talking about it from the recruiting perspective because a lot of the job seekers are looking for, I think they appreciate that, getting the inside view. I mean, whenever I get a resume from someone, if I don't have a job for that person right away, I forward it to somebody who I think could use that. And it takes it takes two minutes, but I think it's, it's really valuable. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do the same for me. Hey, you know what? I know you... We, we got a resume, we can't use them, and they forward it to me, and it's the perfect fit sometimes for what we're looking for. So um, there's a lot of activity that goes on behind the scenes like that that job seekers never see. Right. And there's uh, the more time you spend trying to get on people's radar and things like that, it, it just has a ripple effect. You, know, it can, you never know which person's going to hit. We actually just got a, a resume about a week ago for a guy, very hard to fill position. There are about... From what I understand, there are about 20 people in the world that are qualified to take this position. Oh, wow. And uh, it's just it's, it's mind-boggling. But I got the resume from this guy, and I, and I was like, how in the world do we find this? One of our employees had sent an email to his friend who sent it. And the, the email chain was attached when I got the resume. Six guys had ordered <laughs> it on saying, hey, do you know someone? Do you right. know someone? Until it got to this guy, and he said, hey, that's me. <laughs> At any point in that chain, it sure. could have stopped. One person could have said, you know what, it's not – I don't know anybody. It's not good and stopped it, but it eventually got around to that guy. And there's so much activity like that that goes on all the time that uh, it's worth taking the time to, to reach out to people and, and never think, never stop trying to network if that's going to be, if, you, if you're really trying to get a position because it's going to work. I know that's, that's terrific advice and a terrific example of, you know, trying to always leave on good terms, never burn bridges, don't disparage any former, you know, coworkers or employers. Uh, I think that's a great example right there because you never know how that, that chain is going to work out for you. How about internet sites like, you know, you have other forums you can hop on and you'll see, you know, some good, some bad reviews. Um, do you take a lot of stock into that? Do you have to be cautious because, you know, typically you figure in the internet world, the negative side sort of speaks louder than the positives. Uh, what's your general take of trying to research via some of those sites? I recommend people at least check it out. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many people I run across now whether they're job seekers or they're you know, HR professionals, recruiters who have a profile out there about their company that they have no idea that it's out there. Sure. So sites where employees can rate their companies and things like that. So I think it's worth checking out some of those comments. Again, taking with a grain of salt that this guy could have been fired because he was terrible at his job, and now he's just trying to get back at them <laughs> by posting something. So uh, if there's a if there's a lot of good ones and a lot of poor ones, it's going to be somewhere in the middle. But again, look for those. Look right. through there if it's hey, you know what, at this specific location, the manager was was bad at communicating, and that's the location that you're applying for, I think that's something worth keeping in mind and trying to dig deeper into. That doesn't necessarily have to sure. have to make or break the decision to go for that, but that's when you really should look at, okay, can I get more information about this? 
uh, and, and dig deeper. And then if you find those things in the interview, ask questions around it. You don't have to say, hey, I heard the manager is a jerk. Uh, how do I handle that? Just ask about the manager. Ask about what their management style is, what their preferences are for, for communicating with their staff, what sort of people do really well, what sort of people you know, don't do well historically, you know, what, what sort of things uh, could people do better. Same with the questions earlier that I you know, kind of played around with because that's the best stuff you can get. If you can get someone telling right. you, here's exactly what I want, and then you can work through your responses and, and tick off every one of those boxes that they're giving you, they're mentally saying, hey, this guy's a really good fit for what I'm looking for. So they're telling you what they want, and then you just – as long as you really are a fit for that, you you bring it back to them and, and show them how you can meet those needs. Well, I like how you mentioned, you know, take some of those items you might find online with a grain of salt. I, I kind of like to relate it to, uh, you know, like Wikipedia. You can find great information there, but you need to then go confirm that somewhere else, whether it be through a, a human being or through a reputable site. I feel like at least that would cover you. But to your point, it gives you an idea and it maybe gives you some thoughts on, on what you can ask in an interview or otherwise. Certainly. How about any common mistakes that job seekers might be making when it comes to trying to research? I mean, I guess I'm not really sure where you would go with that or if the biggest mistake is just not researching, but uh, what would you point to as things maybe to avoid or any mistakes that they should uh, steer clear of? You know, it's funny because actually uh, the the biggest thing that I see with people researching isn't they're getting bad information. It isn't that they are coming in like overprepared or anything. It's that people will come in with either no questions to ask me in an mm. interview or they come in saying, now what do you guys do again? Ugh. Or something like that. And I, or what does this job entail <laughs> or something like that? And like that information is all out there. If you can't do the bare minimum to know that stuff, this is going to be a really short interview. Is that really happening? I mean, we, we do webinars and we, and we talk about make sure you have questions, make sure you don't ask anything basic that you can find anywhere. Is that really happening in your interviews though? It does. Oh, man. Unfortunately, it does. Uh, and the people that ask questions, even if they are not the most qualified person, look better in an interview just because they do take the time and the effort and they have a little bit of enthusiasm about them and they're excited about it, some passion. Uh, you know, I've, I've had people in the past who were very qualified. You know, they meet every single qualification on the list. And if you just put the resume down, they would be a perfect match for it. But when I talk to them, they don't seem like they're that excited about it or like they like this is just another job. I'll be somewhere else eventually. But then I, I meet with someone who's slightly less qualified, but they are on fire. They're like pinnacles where I want to be. <laughs> right. This is the job for me. I was born wanting to do this stuff. And here's the career path that led me to led me to here. And I can't wait to to, you know, start this type of work. And I leave the interview like, why can't they start today? I mean, it's. <laughs> it's so much fun to, to interview people like that, but it it surprises me. And I know the work that you do and trying to prepare job seekers and everything else, how many still don't prepare. And there's no way that in the interview, I'm very thorough in explaining the company and the job and the team and all those little aspects of it because I want to ensure a fit. I want to over-communicate to ensure a fit from our perspective. But how many people still say, yeah, I don't have any questions. I'm like, this is a life-changing decision, possibly. You know, this this could be. There's sometimes I interview people and they're like, "Hey, this would require you to move 2,000 miles away and do a job you've never done before, a place you've never been before." And like, no, no questions. <laughs> okay. If you haven't put that much thought into it, then maybe we need to put some more thought into some other candidates. 
Well, Ben, I think that's a great way to punctuate this whole conversation and uh, really a good takeaway for our listeners in terms of being prepared, essentially, what it comes down to and, and the research part of it, obviously, we've been talking about today. Unfortunately, we are out of time for our conversations. So that'll do it for us here on this edition of Job Search Guide, a part of LJN Radio. We've been speaking again with Ben Eubanks, Human Resources Manager at Pinnacle Solutions. You can also find more work from him at upstarthr.com. Ben, thanks again for coming on. We do appreciate your insight today. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. Of course, we'd love to hear from you, the listener, as well. So go ahead and send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.